I was doing coffee, it wrong. Coffee, yeah, coffees. Yeah. And today, my proudest moment after some education, I said to Andrew, hmm, this coffee today isn't as good as the place that we had yesterday. And his, the response was... I think it's to do with the type of roast that they've used. And my jaw hit the floor and I looked at him in stunned silence. And then you said, no, this is my proudest coffee moment. This is my proudest coffee moment. Your education is complete. (laughs) Oh, no, I feel like it's just starting with you. (laughs) Today's episode is Van Life Update number three, and I managed to rope my husband to come on the podcast again. So here you go, everybody. Van Life Update number three. Welcome to One Moment, Please the podcast where our guests take a moment to tell their stories of how they've overcome adversity to achieve success and you take a moment to tune in to bring on the inspiration. Your all-star interview is back. You are back, babe. I managed to rope you in and doing another recap um, and we're on the East Coast now, which we were last time. I looked back and it was Port Douglas, so we did the last you're right. Uh, our seems, last recap. Seems a lifetime ago. Yeah. We've been sort of planning out what we're going to be doing for the last leg of the trip, going down the East Coast through to Tasmania, um, and what we're going to be doing after the trip. And it's sort of, it's sad. Well, it's just another chapter. It's sad that the journey is coming to an end, I guess, but all good things have to come to an end. Can't we just figure out how to earn an income and van life for the rest of our lives? As much as I love my seven meter by three meter cage. <laughs> it's not a cage, baby. We're like a snail. We'll it's call it a cave. A... It's our cave. <laughs> it's George's caravan. George's the cat. That we're, uh, that we're allowed to stay in. He's the boss. He is the boss. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, we're traveling around Australia. So I've been doing the podcast uh, remotely, um, which I always do the podcast remotely. Anyway, I'm doing it from the road. um, And it's been fabulous because I've been able to meet some of the guests that I've had on as well through uh, going through the process. Um, But yeah, I just, I'm very happy that we're in in less heat than Cooktown and... (laughs) Well, it, it rained almost all day today for the first time in our entire trip. Like we, we've been incredibly lucky with weather. We're, it's been trailing behind. Are we us, talking about weather? No, but this early on in the podcast. No, but from the point of view of um, of how lucky we have been on our trip. I mean, there's been floods. There's floods in New South Wales before we left, and then we've left northern Queensland, and the floods have come in in crazy. And like, it's kind of like. We've just been blessed by by our route has actually mm. led us away from that sort of stuff. I know, right? Can you believe that a couple of months ago we were in Port Douglas? I was looking at this the other day. Then we did, um, on the way down, obviously Cairns, which was interesting. It was lovely. We got to stay with one of your old friends in Cairns. That was, that was uh, lovely of him. Yeah, one of my old work colleagues, Rodney, I hadn't seen him, but. 20 something years. Shout out to Rodney. Shout out to Rodney if you're listening. Um, you are in our thoughts. Uh, lots of lessons learned in that particular time. We had our van in for 
another surgery and unfortunately <laughs> that like, doctor don't talk about the war the doctor it's couldn't get to the bottom of the of, oh of the, my God. what was causing the issue but oh uh, god uh, and then we had a month in brisbane for them to try and sort it out as well and it's still not 100% rectified. They've fixed some of the issues, but not all of them. And It's, a- it's not like the van's going to blow up or anything. It's just one of those niggly things that you go, We're I really in- wish this worked perfectly. It's a brand new van too. You even talked about the door that gets stuck with yeah. them. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's been going on. Um, but, you know, first, first world problems. I never thought... Well, I'm happy that we're, I'm driving more on the East Coast because... Central Australia was um, mind-numbing to the point where I could drive for about an hour and I'd want to fall asleep because you've got three colours, terracotta, the blue sky and the greenery, the shrubs, Um, and that was about it. So in between towns, it was uh, not the most mentally stimulating, um, or between sites, I should say. Um, So, yeah, so that that was a challenge. Um, well, now I get to con- uh, concentrate on on ways and make sure I highlight every construction vehicle on the side of the road and score plenty <laughs> of points because it's all a game. Life's a game. This and I is like not, scoring points. We're not sponsored by Waves, but Ways, Ways, Ways. Ways. We're not sponsored by them, but we should be. It's Wait, a, it's a good it's a it. good navigation tool that we've neglected to use in the past. And it's big in America, though. It's huge in America, and it's catching on here in Australia, but um. Caught on with us. Yeah, well, I like it. I like my community service pointing out that there's ducks on the road or there's a big pothole or <laughs> that there's a truck parked on the side of the road. People need to know this stuff. And the amount of times it's probably saved us a speeding ticket because they've alerted us to police cameras whilst you've been driving, not to suggest that you're a lead for Listen, anything. I just... One moment you're telling me I drive like a nana, the next minute you're telling me I'm a lead foot, but at least I'm not as terrible as you. Let's not talk about roundabouts. <laughs> Shout out to Milton. <laughs> I missed one turn. That's debatable. <laughs> I was so dizzy I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. Um, it's a good thing I love you. So, yeah, so going down, highlight, we're in uh, New South Wales coast now. We won't say exactly where we are, but... Um, Highlights so far. We've done Cairns, Cowley Beach, Caramine Beach, Townsville. Cowley Beach was the manta rays. So I posted um, footage of that. I might actually put it as a post and not a story where we saw manta rays from the beach. Like, And they were like literally three feet off the, be- off yeah. the beach. They were amazing. And they, were, they weren't little ones. They were like fully. It wasn't know, my, a my arms, my arms, like I'm. <laughs> fairly tall and it's probably close to a meter and a half, two meters wide these things were. And they were they were just literally you'd reach out and touch them if you weren't afraid of getting eaten by crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were coming up and surfacing so we could see their their face. So we could tell that they were manta rays and not just a huge stingray. Yeah. Um and they were incredible and they were there for so long. Every time we thought they'd sort of gone away, we'd go to walk down the beach again and then um and then they'd come back. So there was about three of them that was incredible. Is that um, your highlight, or are you asking me for my highlight? Well, what are you? What was your highlight? Well, I mean, there's lots of cool things. I mean, the the community at Caramine Beach. Oh was yeah, Caramine Beach was amazing. I mean, we actually extended our trip just 
to hang out with those people. They were some of the most generous and kind and friendly people we've met this whole trip. Um, Brisbane to get out of the van and spend some time with some friends. Well, Townsville firstly, because George got out of the van. Well, it was only for like half an hour that neither of us knew about in the rain. And I turned around and said, where's George? And we searched for George in the van and couldn't. And Andrew opened the uh, the van and there's George and all the cane toads. <laughs> wow, he was sitting under a, <laughs> under a bush wondering what the hell this rain was because he's never seen rain or felt rain before. Well, no, he's seen rain. He's well, just not... He's, he's never experienced being No, he's being been in inside rain. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Early Beach... Because uh, I got to meet Natalie. Oh, no. Nat- uh, Early Beach was amazing. And so was Natalie with her amazing hospitality. So that was the author that partner. I interviewed, uh, Natalie Stockdale, who did Campfire of the Heart. Shout out to Natalie. Um, Crocs. Crocs were interesting. Um, I also got to do jet skiing, a safari yeah, did, out yeah. to the reefs and yeah, you loved it. looking for turtles and dolphins and all sorts of stuff. It was a hell of a lot of fun. But I did enjoy the croc tour, particularly getting to see them up close and personal and just how stealthily they disappear into the water. It's scary how easily they disappear. And, and you just look at water and you go, oh, that's safe. But no, it's not. These things are lurking. And one of them went into this tiny little creek that was probably only a couple of inches tall. Uh, tall? High. Whatever. Deep. Deep. Thank you. And... um. You could barely see her. And yeah. she was a three meter croc. Yeah. It like was that that ate you. It was it was a really interesting learning lesson because I look, you gave me shit for most of the trip saying because of my blissfully careless <laughs> attitude towards water. I like And you're like, crocs, There's crocs everywhere, crocs. crocs here and I was like, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe I should go swimming. I'm like, No, crocs <laughs> But having seen them and just seeing how some of those big ones, was it Rex or whatever his name was, He when he was just swimming down the river and the boat was just cruising alongside of him and just all of a sudden he decides to disappear, it takes half a second and this, you know, five metre, six metre croc, he's gone. And you we have no idea where he is, yeah. I think the highlight for you was probably 1770. 1770 is a town... Should, we, should I bleep that out? It's so freaking beautiful. Well... It's one of those towns that I'd never heard of, and I'm, what, 45 years old and fairly well-educated. But you're old. And I'd never heard of this town. I thought it was something that somebody had made up. But the reason nobody heard about this town, I think, is you said people keep it a secret. So am I bleeping it out? Should I bleep out the name? I think this is the moment where we let the rest of Australia, whoever's listening, and the world know that... Because if we end up wanting to holiday there every year, which is what we're talking about, then we're ruining it. Well, I'm sure they would like the um, the extra tourism. I don't know, 1770, for those of you who don't know, look it up on a map. And we only, I, um, Dawn actually mentioned it to me. And it wasn't I was Dawn. Like, wasn't Dawn, Natalie. Natalie. Sorry, I'm getting the, everyone mixed up. <clears throat> Natalie mentioned it to me and um, in Ellie Beach and we sort of went, oh, okay, check it out. So, so we changed our route to go there. Um, well, I say change. We're probably doing it. We were going past it, but and our route's we weren't going to stop been, there. Our route's every mu- pretty much been day by day yeah. where we're going tomorrow. Yeah, playing it by ear. Yeah, but we it wasn't one that we'd highlighted as a stop. But 
after the recommendation from Natalie to stop there, we had to. And thank goodness that we did because it was it was a place that, as you said, we were planning to, we are planning on going back to as a holiday place. Yeah. And um, then we had a month in Brisbane. Yes. Which was amazing. Shout out to Morgs. Thanks for hosting us at your house. And month. Cassie and Gina. Oh yeah, Cassie and Gina. And but, Phil. Um, yeah, it's been it's been it was been a challenge getting back into the van, but it meant that we could get George into his cat ear specialist. He's been seeing all the feline ear specialists around Australia. Um, but also have a house that he can run around and kick his ball, which is one of those things of absolute joy that he loves to do. Yeah. I mean, he plays in the van, but it's just nice to be him have some space. Um, How about Christmas dinner, though? You did do a good Christmas dinner. Good. Lunch. Like, good? Why do we call it Christmas dinner when it's lunch? It was lunch. Christmas lunch. It was just good. It was It was good. The crackling was amazing. You did a ro- traditional roast pork, which it was on ridiculous. The beba. On the Weber. Weber. What did I say? The Beber. Be- the Beber. Beber. Um, Weber. Which is ridiculous to have a traditional English cooked no, it's lunch. Not, depending on your Christmas ancestry. Lunch. History. Embrace history and family. When it's 40 degrees and 85% humidity. But anyway, um, that was lovely. And we got to catch up with Dawn as well. So Dawn is the um, the PhD who I did Pain Monster with. And that was on the Goldie. That was on the Goldie. Yeah. Down in Coolangatta, well, just just north of Coolangatta. Yeah. That so, was a fantastic catch up. Mm, I think that was interesting for you to hear perspective of a husband that deals with someone else in pain. Yeah, and the conversations were were real and honest and truthful and and. Yeah, you know, very reflective of what I've been feeling and making it feel like I'm not just the only person in the world that's experienced this. So, so for those of you just tuning in and <clears throat> new to the podcast, I live with chronic pain. I've got chronic TMJ, which is jaw joint uh, pain, um, and Dawn has chronic pain too. So that's the Pain Monster episode. If you want to go and listen to that, you can hear that. And I cry in that one. That was emotional for me. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, now we're on the New South Wales coast. I feel like less things are trying to kill me in New South Wales. Although saying that, I took a photo the other day of a sunset and something bit me on the lip. Yeah, you do or seem stomach. to have a... Uh, a uh, magnet? A magnet. I never used to be. Creepy crawlies and flying insects and stuff like that. I never used to. And then as soon as the bee stuff happened, then it's... and Well, anaphylaxia. Um, everything seems to want to... It's like they all know. And they all come after me. Yeah. And look, let's be honest, your proudest moment of me of your whole trip happened today. We won't mention where we were, but what was your proudest moment of me today? Something that I said? That I'm an awesome driver? No, 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 no. When I was talking about the coffee. Oh, yes. So, okay. So I am an absolute coffee snob. My mum... Loves coffee. For those that are that are listening overseas that don't understand the coffee culture in Australia, we have been grimacing at the American coffee culture for decades. Um, we've got a lot of immigrants in Australia from Italy, um, and they have brought over their coffee culture here, and we've, I would like to say, taken it to the next level. Um, and so yeah, I'm a, a and most Australians are coffee snobs, but Andrew 
weirdly never really drank coffee. And then recently, in about the last five years, you've got into coffee. And today he had a – like this is the person that used to tell me that Macca's coffee was fine. Why don't you just get a Macca's coffee? Yeah, not, like not, not, knowing sewer water. It, not knowing what it tasted like. Not Having said that, to defend my ancestry, I come from a British background where I was brought up when everyone drinks a cup of tea. And yeah, I tea's had, fine, but you have to have coffee. No, coffee – You can have both, babe. Back, back in the day, coffee just tasted like dirty water. But I've come to realise I was doing coffee it wrong. Coffee ain't coffees. Yeah. And – Today, my proudest moment after some education, I said to Andrew, hmm, this coffee today isn't as good as the place that we had yesterday. And his, the response was... I think it's to do with the type of roast that they've used. And my jaw hit the floor and I looked at him in stunned silence. And then you said, no, this is my proudest coffee moment. This is my proudest coffee moment. Your education is complete. <laughs> Oh, no, I feel like it's just starting with you. <laughs> so, yes, so that that is um, – that's the trip. Now we're on the New South Wales coast. Less things to kill us. Uh, we, we bought bodyboards <clears throat> and we're going to hit the surf. Yes, but then I have the ringing in my ears of the episode that I did with the guy broke his neck bodyboarding. Well, let's not – Put that out there in the no, universe. let's cancel, not cancel. Cancel, cancel. cancel, cancel. Um, but, yeah, no, we went on the hunt today and uh, found ourselves a couple of boogie boards and some flippers and we're going to hit the surf and, you know, embrace the surf culture from here on in. I'm just excited that we don't have to resort to I Spy in the car because we have phone reception and it's more stimulating things to see. <laughs> and we're not driving eight-hour distances in a day anymore. No, but, I mean, the surf culture that I'm saying about embracing is that we don't have to dodge sharks and for the most or part crocodiles. crocodiles. I know we have to still dodge oh, yeah, sharks. I suppose we are dodging. What, what was that? Uh, oh, now the, I don't want to go. T- <laughs> how, how do you test for sharks, Fee? <laughs> you, you, well, you get your little finger and you taste the water and if it's salty, they're sharks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be your little finger. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, the, the, at least with one hazard that's trying to kill you has been removed. Generally speaking, we should be crocodile-free this far south. Well, I hope so. Didn't they just say that they spotted a, no, a let's not put croc it out in there. Sydney or something? <laughs> when there's a croc on the Bondi TV show, we should start to worry. Mm, this is true. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> so, yeah, we're in New South Wales now, heading down the coast, and it is a lot more pleasant. Um. Yeah, we even went to Nimbin. Yes. Well, Nimbin was a very uh, interesting place. Lots of rainbows and lots of <laughs> hemp. Uh, lots of hemp. He's legal. I know, but <clears throat> it's it's Look, sister. Nice... It's sister hemp. It's a cousin. Cousin, sister, brother. They're all related. They're all used up there, I'm sure. In no, no, hemp does supply. not have any THC in it. I'm just more broadly talking about the generalizations. Mm. I'm sure they use much more than cannabis up there. Is my point? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't partake. We um had we were up. We we're staying on a farm stay up there, about five minutes away, and we were kind of like, why 
like how you know you hear about Nimbin all the time so let's just go up and and see what everyone's talking about and it was as we expected but the shocking part was how much of the roads are still washed out from the last big rains and they've got big rains up there again now uh, i think it's yeah when you say big rains i think it was the flooding i mean we we That's were big rains yeah, big big rains causing flooding. We went to Lismore and we could see we drove through Lismore at one point in time and the amount of unfortunate businesses that have been hit. You could see where the, there were watermarks on the walls that are two or three yeah. meters tall. It was has heartbreaking. Mm. Um but yeah, no. The people had good spirit. The people that we spoke to, I met, I met some people who were from Lismore that uh, as one of the campsites that we were in and they were like we just uh we just shovel it out and start again. So worst part of the trip we met a Karen in the wild. Oh, it wasn't worse. It was quite entertaining. We met a Karen, our first Karen in the wild. We took to George, our cat, loves to go on the beach. He loves it. Um, giant sand pit, giant kitty litter. Although he doesn't really, he's only utilized it that one time in Adelaide. Just to do a wee wee. Just to do a wee wee. Um, but yeah, no, like giant, like absolutely loves it. Five meter leash. He he wanders around sniffing things, sniffing shells, sniffing seaweed, just basically cruising the beach. And it was, this was a dog beach, by the this way. Was this was a dog, so animal, animal friendly, animal friendly beach. beach. Yeah. And we obviously make sure that we pick him up if there's any dogs around. But everyone's pretty, you know, understanding about it. But he loves it. This lady lost her tiny mind about the fact that we had a cat on the beach and we're the worst people in the world. Yeah, no, it was an experience where, look, this is probably one of those moments when you're saying, you know, understand that people have mental health issues. I'm positive this lady had a mental health issue. Uh, For her to go from zero to a million, um, accusing us of being the worst human beings on the planet, saying that our cat was incredibly stressed, that we're just purely horrible people, so much so that she caused so much of a ruckus as she picked up her little Pomeranian and stormed off the beach. She ran. She, t- she basically... As we waved and said, bye, Karen, have a great day. Bye, Karen. And I was so frustrated. I used a few choice words, and I'm not a person that I'm, uses choice I'm words I'm the one that normally frequently. uses the choice words, babe, and I was really but calm I, I about it. I did tell her to F off. And, um, Justify. Justifiably so. Anyway, multiple members of the public came over to make sure we were okay because they saw that we were the victims of this crazy woman's tirade. And um, gave George a pat. Gave George a pat. Told us to took photos with George and said, "Look, please, please don't think this is an indication of the type of people that live where we live." So we had our validation that we weren't doing anything wrong. George wasn't stressed. And um, we continued our walk for another five or ten minutes and then crossed our fingers we weren't going to meet her in the car park. <laughs> I was ready to throw down, though, babe. Yeah. I was expecting the cops to be there and for them to laugh. <laughs> anyway, another day uh, in... Well, in laugh at her complaint rather than yeah, not... La- yeah, not laugh at us, laugh no. at her complaint. No. Um. So, yeah, less humid now, less things to kill us. Although we do have Karens in the wild to make up for that, but, you know, that's by and by. And uh, we're making our way down. And eventually we're going to stop off at a couple of places on our way that we've earmarked in our lives for a long time. I guess we can say where we're going. Like Tamworth. We're going to miss the Tamworth Music Festival, which is probably a good thing because we don't own 10-gallon hats. (laughs) (laughs) Or drive a ute. (laughs) Or drink, beach or drink 4X. 
No, it's normal. Or drink Bundy. That was funny. Where was that when we went through the town? And pubs- That was in Bundaberg. In Bundaberg itself, when we went through Bundaberg, there was a pub that had all of the logos and banners. It was obviously the Bundy pub. And the other end of town, there was another pub, which was <laughs> Canadian the Canadian Club, Club pub. And it had <laughs> so all the funny. windows, all the all the banners for the Canadian Club. And it was weird because it was right in the middle of Bundaberg. And it was like, it was almost like the the Hatfields and the McCoys, the the fighting the fighting <laughs> pubs. You definitely had to have an alignment. Well, I'd be interested. People should comment on this episode in, on Instagram and see whether or not which pub's better. CC. That's only because you like Canadian Club. Exactly. But you don't know the atmosphere of the pub, though. I can imagine. Anyways, um, what are you looking forward to the most now heading down the coast? Surfing. No, I don't know. Um, as you said, the the sunny weather and and less humidity is definitely something I'm looking forward to. Uh, and as you said, um, the the driving conditions have improved. The roads have improved. Like, I don't there, think there've been some pretty bad roads. I up don't in think Queensland. I don't think any <clears throat> any road can be as bad as that one. That was up to um, Karatha. Is it Karatha? No, it wasn't Karatha. You you really was it Karumba? No, not Karumba. Yeah, I think it's Karumba. I want to say it's Kar- anyway. It's up not Karatha. Oh, did I say Karatha? You think said Karatha. Right. Well, we're both having to Google this now. But so yeah, there was the road between Normanton and Karumba you didn't like very much. I don't think anybody in their right mind would like that road. Well, I actually thought the road between where we were staying. At the farm stay in Nimbin wasn't that crash hot either. No, but that a lot of that was washed out, and a lot of that was because of the um, recent floods, potholes. But yeah, anyway, the road conditions are improving, uh, as is the weather. The Stewart was fine. Yeah, the Stewart through the centre was fine, but just some of the roads in Queensland and far, like Northern Territory and stuff, yeah. have been a bit crap. But we're talking about roads and weather. Um, look what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, like I said, sunny weather, but not muggy weather. I'm looking forward to some of the plans that we're talking about post-trip is exciting, but I'm terribly sad that this is coming to an end. I feel like doing another... We haven't even done WA yet. Yeah, but that's why we... Haven't done a whole lot of Northern Territory. Yeah, but that's why we get another van in the future and make it our van and do it properly. Yeah. We will... YouTube series to come. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh, but you're actually considering doing a YouTube series. No, I don't. I don't have the face for it. But we we are going to fit out a van that would suit our needs and one with a lot more insulation that we can take off grid a bit more. Mm. This van's fine. It's just designed to be plugged in all the time at a caravan park so you can run the aircon or the heating. This is, yeah, this van is, as you said, is fine. It's de- it's designed for tourists and old people <laughs> who don't know any better. No. Well, we yeah. tourists are old people. No, we were just people that bought the only thing available in Victoria. <laughs> we do have to sell this van, you know. That's okay. It's a great van. There are plenty of tourists and old people that want vans still. <laughs> <too. laughs> 
Anyway, people, I posted a sunset the other day and on the Insta and the old Instagram, on the old gram. On the gram, on the IG. Um, and I had multiple people, several people in fact, uh, contact me within the hour that I put that up saying you're living the, the dream. And I'm like, you guys can do this too. Just put your place on the market to rent out and quit your job. Oh, that's just that easy. Yes. Everyone live their own life. Let's not just start throwing your jobs away. Let's just we just put out a public service announcement here. We're not we're not <laughs> No, this I is say, not life advice. I say this is life advice. I say that if you're unhappy with your current lot, then you change your lot. And if you want to do this, then bloody well oh, do it. Oh, there's no problem with that, but I don't know if we're recommending people just quit tomorrow. I'm recommending it if they hate their life. Great. It's a bit deep. Hate their life. Well, if they're not happy with their job or their lot, fix it. Well, make sure you can buy a van first because we had a challenging time. <laughs> Last thing you want to do is quit your job and go to buy a van and not find one and be on a 14-month waiting list. Let's be honest. They can the, buy this one. Not the, not, the, not the ideal start to your journey around Australia. They can buy this one after we've, we've fixed it and uh, finished with it. I think that's it. That's it. Heading down the New South Wales coast now, living the life with Georgie, who we had to buy his own chair for because he kept stealing out. So now he sits outside. And he loves it. In his own chair, having a little snoozy snooze. I did put that out. I did I put that up on? I think I, I put that up. I have no idea what you put, put on Instagram. I put that on Instagram. You know, listen to the episodes all in, watch me Instagram. Yeah. Well, there's only so much of your amazing voice I can take. In a day. Listen, Buster, you should. I was, <laughs> was going to say, you should take it all, but that sounded really sexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should You're end hopeless. That <laughs> all right, guys, just a little update for you and shout out. To Andrew. To who... the best interviewee you'll ever hear. <laughs> All right, you're yawning. I can sign off now. <laughs> Time for snoozers. Time for snoozers. Nana naps. Grandpa naps. 40, Wait. 45. God. Love you, babe. Thanks for taking a moment to listen, everyone. We hope this episode inspired you as much as it did us. If you know somebody who also needs a little inspiration, then please share this podcast with them. Also, don't forget to subscribe on your fave podcast app and rate and review us because that helps inspire us to keep making them. 